I am Raheem Salam. And I'm Ben Maroney. Transmitting from Hostile Euphoria, and this is What About Chicago? Your weekly show exploring live art, music, entertainment, and culture. Mr. Ben Maroney, how are you? I am just fine. And how are you, Mr. Rahim Salam? I'm decent, man. What a great week of walks. Approaching the next week of walks, we have an amazing guest that I'm super excited about that has taken the time to come out. But before we make that gracious introduction, I want to remind you, Listen to What About Chicago every Friday on Q4 Radio at QUE, the number four, one word, Q4.org, 1 p.m. You can also uh, ch- please check out all of their other great programming. Q4.org is doing an amazing job. Shouts out to John. Uh, look, at, look out for them for a lot of events they're throwing also. True. Um, and if you love this show, if you just cannot wait till Friday comes to get all of your your latest art, music, entertainment, and culture ideas, go to patreon.com slash whataboutchicago. Give us a small donation. We need it, man. We need it for the walks. We need it for the fin at the door. We need it for the vitamin snacks so we can walk. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. What about it? We've got Lee Aboav. Am I pronouncing that right, Lee? Aboav. It's close enough. Aboav. Okay. And and what's the origin of, of your name, Lee? Uh... Greece by way of Spain. Tight, tight. Okay. And seduce and destroy is something I've heard you, you say that. Oh, is yeah. that what you're doing? I'm trying. <laughs> ask any of my exes. I feel like I'm doing a great job. <laughs> amazing, amazing. All right, Lee, we want to we ask you about all the wonderful comedy you produce, um, your great stand-up act that you're doing almost every night, it seems. Oh, thank and, uh, you. And maybe some personal stuff. But first, we got to take the walk. It's Friday. We don't want to be late. April 26th, 6 p.m., we are going to go to Floods Hall. That's located at 1515 East 52nd Place. Go to the third fl- floor, Mr. Maroney. Straight to the third floor. It, uh, this is called In the Receiving Room. And they're presenting a wide variety of works investigating notions of place, timing, distance, interaction, and the lack thereof. In this exhibition, the impersonal nature of commonplace clinical environments is challenged by a series of intimate full room installations, soundscapes, and objects that invite the viewer to contemplate how they go about receiving the world around them in the process of their day-to-day observations. And they, they have some incredible artists uh, lined up to make these different installations. Uh, they have Don Crescendo, Sasha Tico, Jada Amina, Leo Williams, Tiana, Eleonora Adreva, and Nico Valdez. Shouts out to Sasha. Got a, a, a cool exhibition there, right? An installation. True. I, I seen her on Instagram with some uh, power tools and stuff. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Hope to see you there this Friday, April 26, 6 p.m. This is called In the Receiving Room. It's going to be located at Floods Hall, 1515 East, 52nd Place. Make sure you go to the third floor. Yeah. 
Now you can find Lee at uh, at which is that underscore? Yes, underscore. Wolf W O O L F to be precise. <laughs> and uh, that's your Twitter and Instagram handles where you've got amazing content and and also usually people can keep up with your latest show uh, on there now let's get right to it lee let's maybe it's a controversial statement what is the current state of chicago comedy in your opinion i always talk about chicago comedy as being like the best scene i did a little bit of comedy in portland recently i've been to new york a bunch of times i've gone to la i uh (laughs) milwaukee's great but small and like i just think that the hustle in Chicago is stronger than anywhere else. When people show up to a mic, they show up ready to perform. Anywhere they go, they're ready to perform. People are tight. The crowds are coming out because Chicago loves to drink. Yeah. We have such a good bar culture here. Uh, and I love that in Chicago comedy, I feel like the audience can tell when you're being phony. Mm-hmm. Like There are certain styles of comedy like very rehearsed comedy where it's the exact same every single time and then there's more of like a loose riffing and i think that chicago picks up more on like the loose riffing and assuming that you're making it up in the moment is there is there a lot of uh because you said you've done some traveling with your comedy um as far as heckling i always wonder about is that is that a thing that's big in chicago or is that universal or were there some other places where you you felt like they were really going hard um I never got I never get heckled in Milwaukee. They're like very, very comedy respectful. Yeah, it's that Midwest <laughs> nice. I think they're like just very mm, no listening. Uh, I mean, I've been heckled everywhere. I think that happens everywhere. I think it probably happens more in Chicago because again, we have that great drink- drinking culture, so people get a little out of hand. No, oh, that's awesome. Well, hopefully, I don't think there's gonna be no heckling at this one, Mister Maroney. And if there is. Mr. Akeem Muhammad's not going to appreciate it because he's busy doing this great art. I don't know what heckling in art show would look like. I do. In the podcast? I've seen it. Someone's heckled? No, heckled at at an art exhibition. Oh, gotcha. Like talking-ish about your art? (laughs) Ooh, it's it's savage. That's not happening here, man. It's going to be all good. Iridium is where we want to go. We're going downtown, babe. This is an unusual trip. 108 North State Street. Be careful out there, y'all. 6 p.m. Um, this is the Ace Life and Iridium collab. They call it Invade You All Capsule Show. Hmm. And this is going to feature limited release designs by Akeem Muhammad, who has also been on What About Chicago a while back. Great artist, great painter, does all sorts of uh, uh, different sort of media with, with his uh, art and characters. Um, this is going to be his third solo art show and second collaboration with Iridium, and uh, yeah, they're gonna have all sorts of merch as well as uh, the great works uh, for sale and on display. Prints, stickers, everything. Face masks he does; those are tight. Yeah, man, go go to Iridium, go cop you a Ace Life joint, get you some Yeezys. <laughs> they sell Yeezys. There. <laughs> <laughs> man, if they buy an Yeezys, I hope they donate to the Patreon too. Man, and get and, and get on your phone and hit up patreon.com slash whataboutchicago <laughs> this Friday, April 26, 6 p.m., 108 North State Street.
now you produce a bunch of great shows and i want to remind you guys again check out lietta at which underscore wolf two o's in that wolf twitter and instagram get them likes up get those follows up mm-hmm. um now you produce a bunch of shows let's start with um are you still doing stuff with strip joker oh yeah just got added uh at the beginning of the year is a full-time producer of strip joker yeah and, that, and you can find all the information you need at stripjokercomedy.com. tell us a bit about how that experience has been for you um that show has always meant a lot to me uh britney has been doing it for three years now and britney's been on the show as well oh britney meyer is the og producer mm-hmm. first one that brought it. it used to be at underground Uptown Underground. Underground Lounge or Uptown Underground. Yeah. It was like on the corner of, I think it was like Irving and Sheridan or something. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. That was a great venue. Yeah. They closed, so we moved to Mary's Attic. And I think that there's a lot of politics in comedy of like, you have to be, if you're X amount of good looking, you have to be self-deprecating so that you're relatable. Or if you are overweight, you need to talk about it on stage in a deprecating way so that people feel comfortable with watching someone who's overweight. And then there's the politics of gender where comedy started in circuses and CD clubs where men would tell the comedy and women would take their clothes off. And so all that, we try to get rid of all of that. Like we want people to be on stage and talking about their body in a positive way or have the space to talk positively about sex and their physique and how they feel about themselves and also kind of get rid of the stereotypes of who can be funny. You know, hot people can be funny. Women can be funny. And do you know, I know I talked, we talked to Brittany a bit about this when she was on the show a while back, but um, how do the the uh, the talent that you guys have, the comics, when it's their first time, like, do they respond well right away with this? Or is there a lot of little hand-wringing, nerve-wracking stuff going on? I mean, it depends on the person. Uh, Jason Acevedo was naked backstage the entire time, even though he didn't go on until almost the very end because he's just very comfortable. But then we have other people who are, they show up and they're, you could tell they're very nervous until they get on stage because we are on, we are lucky enough to have a really warm and welcoming audience and they want you to do well and they're super encouraging. So once you hit the stage, you're fine. Oh, that's amazing. It's an amazing show, y'all, and it definitely sells out quick. Thank you. Um, and what is it? It's every month. It's every second Saturday. Every second Saturday. Yeah. And um, if you guys need any more information, hit them up. Stripjokercomedy.com. All right, y'all. This is the final for the Friday Fun Zone, April 26th, 8 p.m. They're still doing all smiles, man. Just this one last one, Just man. the last? Just the grand finale? Yeah, this and the seventh year they've been doing it. Wow, it's their seventh seventh birthday. <laughs> it's a big month, man. And they're going to congregate congregate with Tomorrow Kings. Dope, dope. Psalm 1, one of my all-time favorites is in the house. Psalm don't be in town a lot. We, sh- we should get her on the show while she's in town. We got to go grab her from a tonic room. Green Slime. Encyclopedia Brown. We love to hear Encyclopedia Brown. Mm-hmm. We got to get him on, too. Moody Black is in the house. And Second City Citizens. Shouts out to Rich Jones. Much appreciation. Did this crazy seven-year bid. Yeah. He did seven. Every, well, <laughs> every month. Every month, man. All smiles. Sometimes more. Sometimes a little more than that. But this is the last one, guys. And they got some really good performers for you so do not miss it this friday april 26th 8 p.m tonic room 2447 
North Halstead Street. We got another show, one of the many that you've been involved in, Tuxedo Cat Comedy. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the Tuxedo Cat Comedy. Oh, I will. Tuxedo Cat uh, was started by Rebecca Foss five years ago. When Rebecca was on the scene, there weren't that many uh, female comedians, period. And then the ones that were great still weren't getting headlining spots. So she wanted to start a show where she could give female comics headlining spots. And now uh, I've been a producer for the last two years. We moved to Beauty Bar, which is my favorite bar um, in Westtown. And it's, uh, we like to say it's like fun feminist comedy. We try to book a really diverse lineup. Uh, the room is very LGBTQ friendly. And uh, a lot of people that come to the show will say things like, oh, I, this is not what I expected from a comedy show because they expect it to be like harsh. And we have like the sweetest of people on it. Now, producing all these shows, uh, just a quick follow-up to that last one, do you find it hard to find talent around the city, or are we just flowing? It's it's everywhere. We really are flowing (laughs) with it. I mean, if you – I'm someone who I try to put the work in and go and support rooms, too, of shows that I know that are great. And so if you go to shows as much as you go to mics or as much as you go to anything else, you'll see the talent. It's everywhere. You just got to write it down and reach out to them. Definitely. That's what uh, me and Mr. Maroney always say. You know, we, we try to go out everywhere and support uh, as much as we can. And there's still so much more. Oh, we yeah. know nothing. <laughs> we know absolutely nothing. Yeah, especially in the summertime. But hopefully we'll get to know some more this Saturday, April 27th. It is 7 p.m. Charm School is where we're going. Thank you, Charm School. Another great show. And uh, Charm School says Minneapolis has the highest number of golfers per capita in the nation. And it's also the home of scrunchies. That's who's playing scrunchies. Fun facts and great bands. That's great. Now, Charm School, you could have kept that one, though. But no, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) The Christmas Bride. I saw the Christmas Bride perform at Cafe Mustache once, and it was pretty wild. Hmm. Christmas Bride. I haven't seen them. Um, Coral Reefer is going to be there. We mentioned the scrunchies, uh, taking the walk all the way from Minneapolis. Minneapolis has a great, uh, uh, fun music scene too. Their fans are really fun. They like to, they like to dance. I heard it's very good to ride bikes in also. Oh, did not know that. Walking is good there. Mm. (laughs) Walking is good everywhere. (laughs) And the crustaceans. The crustaceans are going to be in the house. I have not heard of the crustaceans, so I'm looking forward to attending this great show, Saturday, April 27th, 7 p.m. at Charm School. And if you need the address for that wonderful place they call Charm School, hit us up, facebook.com slash what about Chicago.
All right, what about Chicago? We are back, Lee Aboev, and um, please excuse my pronunciation, Lee. I'm so it. bad. You I'm nailed terrible. it that time. I am, I am so bad. <laughs> um, I did want to ask you uh, about another, yet another show that you um, Used are to involved produce? in. Is this Chill as AF? Chill as AF. Yeah. <laughs> Chill AF show. Yeah. We're trying to be clean because they play us on radio. I now. know. It was a mistake <laughs> that they named it that because Facebook's very mad. Uh, I don't actually produce it anymore. I used to produce it. Okay. I'm just like a, what do you want to call it? Like they have me all the time. They have me as a host all the time and well, yeah, give me spots whenever. Yeah, tell us a little bit whenever. about um, how that experience was for you. Uh, producing at Second City? Yeah. It was so great. Love Second City. Would never say anything bad about them. <laughs> shall shall we leave it there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started as a house show, and I think Connor King is now the I think the sole producer of it, and he's got some plans. He wants to take it out of the space and do more pop up. So we have a show actually. We had a show on 420 that was pretty dope. Oh, was it amazing? It was amazing. I, I heard about that. Yeah. The I'm sorry I missed that. That's Dang. okay. No, but that sounds dope. Uh, and yeah, so best of luck to Chill Chill AF show. <laughs> hope you hope you're doing big things. Keep Lee on the bill always. And uh we're gonna get on this other bill though. Now we're gonna do some skateboarding this Saturday, Mr. Maroney. I'm a little nervous. For who for me or you? Both, Both of us. <laughs> I thought you were you were okay at skateboarding. Not on the ramps and stuff. Uh, That's only for the cool kids. Ah, uh, okay. I might be on the sidelines too, just going back and forth in circles. But we'll be there, man, this Saturday, April 27th. Bricktown DIY is the name of this space. And they call this to Cuba Benefit. Now, without any skate shops or the ability to ship goods to the island, the only way someone can get a skateboard in Cuba is to have someone carry it in and give it away. Wow. But thanks to individuals, teams, and organizations, Cuba still has a thriving skate scene. They're looking to re-up the local shredders and artists with new gear. They want you to come to Bricktown and help them gather donations to bring down this year. They're going to send a, a skateboard diplomat with, <laughs> a, with the, all the bags, all the boards. They're going to have live music, raffle prizes, and the bowl will be open for skating, y'all. So everybody be careful. Don't break a leg. Wear your elbow pads. <laughs> yeah, man, be extra careful here, man, because we don't want the party to stop. This Saturday, we're going to have to spend all the benefit money on Ben Maroney's broken ankle. Uh-oh. And now the kids in Cuba ain't going to have skates. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, guys, be careful. Hope to see you there April 27th to Saturday, 8 p.m. Bricktown DIY. If you need that address, ask a punk or hit us up. Facebook.com slash What About Chicago.
All right, all right. What about it? We got Lee in the house at which underscore wolf two O's on that wolf, y'all. Twitter and Instagram. Lee's out here doing it, man. Working hard every day. Thank you for taking the walk, taking some time out your schedule this week for us. Wanted to ask you about uh, another show that um, I don't think it's around anymore. Maybe I'm mistaken. Called Salonathon. Oh yeah. And um. That was a great, great show that went on for a number of years. Mm-hmm. I know you did some work assisting with that. Give our, our, our folks a little refresher on, you know, those listening that may not remember it or know uh, how what, what that show was all about and some of your fun times with it. Yeah, so Salonathon had a six-year run, I believe, at Beauty Bar. It was every Monday night, and it was just a space for – it was almost like a booked – a booked open mic or something, where, but it was multimedia, so you could do sketch, you could do performance art, you could do any anything really. Uh, and it was a space for, it was one of the first spaces for like queer artists to feel at home in, uh, for w- the weirdos to have a place to gather every Monday night. It was run by uh, Jane Beachy, uh, Joe Varisco, Bindu Peru, and uh, Will Von Vo and I actually, <coughs> excuse me, I actually got involved with their, they wanted to start having more access, so I helped set up their sign language interpretation every Monday night, so I, I would interpret, and a couple other people would interpret with me, um, just to give more access. Definitely, definitely, yeah, and they were always big on, on access for all with, uh, with Solanathon, so mm-hmm. they are very much missed, but Def one thing they they definitely did uh, they definitely live on forever because there's a lot of folks that have taken up the mantle it seems and are trying to produce more of these sorts of shows which is much needed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shouts out to Salonathon, um, rest in power. <laughs> 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 and uh, sp- and we I want to ask you a bit more about the uh, sign language thing. Sure. Uh, but let's take this walk real quick. This is the last last event for Saturday. And this is going to be held at 1200 West 35th Street. That's Racine and 35th. It's called Reverse Gossip. And the space is called the Walnut Spaceship Studio at the Bridgeport Art Center. Now they ask, do you ever get lost in other people's phone calls on the train? No, I don't. That's I do. You're, you're weirdo. I know. <laughs> Do you ever think you could get lost in them if only they were a little more interesting and it was okay just to stare at the person talking without <laughs> making them uncomfortable? This copy's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> well, <laughs> reverse gossip, they made a show for you. It's part of the Cell Phone Conversations Project. Now, a person named Barry Cole wrote this over 20 monologues that functioned as one side of a cell phone conversation. A group of performers went out on public transit and performed them. Uh, And every outing was an experiment in different ways to perform these pieces. The stage, <laughs> the staging presents the results of those experiments. So I like that. That's yeah. really cool. I'm no, this is that. A, an interesting event. Uh, once again, written by Barry Cole. This is directed by Jen Moniz, uh, and it's a collection of pretend cell phone <laughs> conversations. That is what basically reverse gossip is. And they also invite you to eavesdrop, if you would like, on a pretend cell phone conversation. You can do that right now, y'all. Give them the number. You can press pause on What About Chicago and dial (laughs) 708-669-4711. 
1-0. I'm, I'm kind of interested. Let's I was going to call I'm, it earlier. Call I, was a next scared. I was scared. I'll have to admit. <laughs> yeah, if we do it together, maybe on speaker. Okay. That'd be dope. That's cool. All right, guys. A uh, bunch, of, bunch of great featured um, performers that will be doing these these fake cell phone conversations. Uh, too many to name, but they're all very talented. Let's see them in real life. 1200 West 35th Street at the Bridgeport Art Center in the Walnut Spaceship Studio. 8 p.m., y'all. Where you been? Did you drop that album yet? Hoping that you hear kid. The world don't know nothing about him yet. I heard they had the sound and got around and earned some crowd respect. I heard they calmed it down. Stop rocking crowds and turned it down a stretch. Why well, you ain't out here powder fresh? Working at that power rep. Rounding towns, pounding sets to get those pounds of press. Knocking out songs, night long, hour rest. Pop those camera lights on, five songs, cloud the net. Why they ain't blogging about you on the sites? Talking to you on late night. Why you ain't on Facebook getting all they likes? All the while, having a million people follow you. You're not so high, so how you gonna deal with people not on you? The question is, what are y'all gonna do? Everybody's doing the same. It's gonna be hard for us to spot your crew. As of now, you pretty much seem non-existent. I say right now, it's about that time y'all get up on your business. So when it all stops and you ain't on, take it from the top and make a sing along. That's when we bring it home. That's how we bring it home. Are we finished? Nah, we here to let them know. Cause when it all stops and you ain't on, take it from the top and make them sing along. That's when we bring it home. Yeah. That's how we bring it home. Are we finished? Nah, we here to let them know. Hey, yo. Ever since the beginning, scribbling all night, managing to slip through the eyes, conquering all You gotta get down to business, we wanna know about Lee. And you mentioned um, in the last segment about uh, facilitating sign language for mm -hmm. Solanathon. And um, I was asking questions about you to people all around the city this week. And I stumbled on that uh, you attended Columbia College, is that correct? I did. And uh, your studies was in American Sign Language mm -hmm. Interpretation? Yes, indeed. Okay, tell us uh, how you formed a passion for that and, um, and, and do you still like do a lot of work in that field? Um, I have a joke about this and it's the truth is that I was little and I was watching Sesame Street and there was a deaf actress, Linda Bove, and she was signing and little five-year-old me was like oh my god I could tell secrets if I knew sign language <laughs> and then my mom bought me like a little sign language book and I just always thought it was so cool and then my high school had it and it was one of the only classes I went to and uh, Columbia was one of the first four-year programs in the nation so it was easy for me to decide where to go yeah because you are you are from uh, the Chicago area correct yeah north suburbs and I won't say which one Right. I, I, I know, but I won't either. Don't. <laughs> well, we're going to give these folks the credit, man. We got this great Sunday event uh, at Emporium. Emporium Chicago, Corey Anderson's favorite bar. Shout out, Corey Anderson, wherever you are. Love you wherever you are, Corey. Now, you know where it's located, at 1366 North Milwaukee Avenue. And yes, uncle is going to go into his bar bag. I would not be here unless they were doing this great event. This is Robot Riot, Mechanical Times, hear ye, hear ye. Robot Riot is going medieval. Our competitors will be divided into four colored courts to vie for the favor of Queen Nico. Who's Queen Nico? Okay. In addition to prizes and glory, who's going to take the throne this time? Do you think Emporium will let us bring a horse for dressage and jousting? 
No, they won't. No. But that would Maybe be Maybe nice. a robot. And so, at, you know, when we were looking up this event, Mr. Maroney, I'm like, well, what is Robot Riot? And here's what they told me. It's a backyard wrestling of robotics. Tabletop-sized robots win fame and glory by either destroying their opponents or winning the hearts of the crowd. Glitter cannons will fire off against swinging hammers in hot robot-on-robot action. They want you to know if you don't have a robot, that's not a problem. They got some loners on deck for the lucky guests to pilot. Some of these robots are really fun and funny, too. They're not all, like, controlled with a controller, you know? Sometimes you have to, like, do funny motions or stuff. They're all very creative. Um, like, like puppetry? Yeah, I saw one where <laughs> they were controlled by eating different snacks the guy had. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, that sounds like it's getting complicated. Awesome. I don't I don't know if I'm going to uh, control any of the robots because I, I don't want to pay for them. I don't know if there's something we could sign, Bible <laughs> thing. But uh, definitely looks like a fun event this Sunday, 7 p.m., April 28th. Robot Riot. They're doing Mechanical Medieval Times, 1366 North Milwaukee Avenue. Which underscore Wolf. Wolf's got two O's. Uh, Lee's got some great, great content there on Twitter as well as Instagram. And uh, Lee, you have such, you, you do have a, a very um, funny, unique style of comedy, in my opinion. And you get rather personal about yourself. Um, I wanted to ask is that ever, like, are there some bounds you just like personally? like draw or just say I don't I don't care I'm breaking them as far as talking about your personal life and because when I guess I'm leaning to it's one thing to reveal about yourself but it also sometimes affects like friends and family and oh, people yeah. around you so have you ever ran into that has that been a problem or is that something you kind of navigate through uh it hasn't really been a problem yet for me I think uh dating wise I've always asked I've always well I haven't really asked I've always told partners that like my life is my life and I have to talk about what happens in my life on stage. And if you're not cool with that, I totally get it. And there are plenty of fish in the sea for you. Because it's just like you got to you gotta pull content from right. your own life. I don't really talk about my family much, but everything I say is not really slamming them. I'm not really it's, a... It's facts. It's just funny facts. Yeah, I'm not like a roast. <laughs> I'm not like a roast comic. You're not doing it for, for mean... It's, yeah, it's, just, no, it's yeah. just funny family observations mm -hmm. awesome awesome all right y'all we're gonna uh hit up the monday uh haven't been to the prop theater in a little bit love the prop theater mr maroney we did a fun uh rhino fest series of live podcasts there at the prop theater a couple weeks back shouts out to rhino fest 2019 shouts out to olivia lily the artistic director at the prop theater she's great they're located at 3502 north elston avenue this event is called I Hate Mondays, and it's on a Monday. Now, it's a monthly presentation of performances and transcendentalism. What does that mean? Look that up, brother. It aims to showcase new experimental work happening throughout 
the megapolis of Chicago, Illinois. This is going to be, uh, is it th- they say this is their inaugural Monday? It is their inaugural Monday. And uh, it's going to have a feature performance from JVO entitled A Letter from Me to All the Others. And uh, this is Interactions in AI and Customer Service with Paul Brennan. Uh, videos by Kayla KC, Hula Hoop Halftime, courtesy of McCryotalizer. McCryotalizer? Yeah, McCryotalizer. Wow, okay. And a very special presentation from Scene Gamalinda. All right, man. Shouts out to the Prop Theater. Always has some interesting things on deck pretty much every day of the week. And I think if you go to uh, Prop, P R O P. THTR.com. Uh, you can find their schedule, but make sure you pop in this Monday, April 29th, 7 p.m., 3502 North Elston Avenue. about your uh, bit of your comedy style um, tell us about some of your your comic inspirations or how did you you get in comedy in the very first place what what drew you to that um, I've always loved stand-up my dad is a huge stand-up fan he used to have like all the records of stand-up comedians vinyls and stuff and he had HBO so we would watch comedy specials together, the Margaret Cho special, the Paula Poundstone special. Oh, yeah, Paula's great. Paula's doing stuff. What's that show? Wait, 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 don't wait, tell don't me. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. Love, that love that show. <laughs> love her. Um, and I used to imitate. I used to watch late night stand-up on any channel that had it. HBO, BET used to have a late night comedy show, and I would imitate. I would, like, retell the jokes to my <laughs> siblings. <laughs> And then it, I went to, I went on an Israel trip and everyone thought I was in this, I was in this group with a comedian and everyone kept confusing the two of us. And I thought, well, I should, if I'm funny, I should try it. I took a class and then it all, the rest is history. So we're like people, did people always find you funny? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I hope so. There's no way to answer that without sounding like a douche. So like, yes. <laughs> Uh, I definitely always knew how to tol- tell a story without it being boring. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, do you have any local favorites or or more or specific comedians that you may have patterned yourself off of or that you just uh, enjoy most? Um, I love hosting comedy shows, and I I looked at uh, I think Kelsey Huff is an amazing host. She's very high energy, and her comedy is also great. Um, some comedians, like the first time I saw Danny Callis, the first time I saw Adam Burke, the first time I saw Kristen Toomey, I was like, oh my God, I want to be that level good. Mm-hmm. And 
also humbly realize that they've been doing it for a very long time and it'll take a lot of work to get that good. No, definitely, definitely. No, all great uh, local comedians doing a great job. And uh, we're going to take a walk now here Tuesday, April 30th, 7.30 p.m. to the Den Theater. Lots going on on that old Chilwaukee Avenue, 1331 North Milwaukee Avenue. This is in their first floor theater in collaboration with The Sound. This is called Killed a Man by Beth Highland, directed by... I, I know this is why I love this event. So, shouts out to all my cam people out there. If you know, you know. Okay, so Megan, she may have killed Trevor, it but was it, an accident, it was though. an accident, or or was it self defense, or both? But now, Liv, Amanda, and Katie have to decide exactly how far they are willing to go to help their coworker in need. Killed a man is a pitch black comedy about violence, justice, and what it really means to be a ride-or-die friend. Wow. I don't know, man. This is, this is pretty, um, sounds really funny and real scary. Would you help uh, somebody dispose of the body, Lee? Oh, yeah, we've talked about this a lot <laughs> in my family. <laughs> have you guys have you guys acquired those certain set of skills that that requires? Um, I don't I don't know, but it's my friends always saying like I'm not gonna help you hide the body, so I think I'm the crazy one in the scenario. All right, awesome. Well, maybe we'll get some practice, and we'll definitely get some advice from the folks in this production this <laughs> Tuesday, April thirtieth, seven thirty p.m. We'll find out the science on uh, how to get away with that. Killed a man, and they're just joking too. Joking in uh, in parentheses, they have it. The Den Theater, 1331 North Milwaukee Avenue. <laughs> All right, what about Chicago at which underscore wolf? Two O's in that wolf, Twitter and Instagram. Lee is in the house, kicking it, taking the walks. Thanks again, Lee, for coming through. Of course, thanks for having me. Oh, definitely, definitely. There's another show that you were a part of, um, and I don't, I don't know when it's coming up again. I hope it's coming up soon. Uh, but the Fly Honey Show. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had some of the Fly Honeys on um, a while back. And it seems like a really uh, planned out, super put together thing. Lots of practicing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of the fun. And, and if you want to reveal some of the nightmares about it, too. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, <laughs> so the there's like a core group of, I think they still go by the inconvenience, um, that put the show together throughout the year. They just like kind of go to shows and see what performers they might want to have. They start thinking about the music they want in the show. They start choreographing dances. And then I'm just part of the ensemble, part of the dancing cast. And so we have a bunch of rehearsals and it's like a body positive, sex positive, gender positive, everything positive show that gives you a safe space to be sexual in any way that you would, whatever that means to you. Um, it was it's an important show to me in a lot of ways i think it makes people more comfortable with being as sexual as they want to be um 
it's been an eye opener for a lot of people. I don't think there's, I mean, I don't think there's any nightmare situations. The only thing I could think of is, you know, someone falling in love with you because they've seen you naked. I mean, that's a problem I have all the time. Yeah, you know what? That that is um, that is a, a a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Does it? You, <laughs> fall, you, you fall in love with me every time you see me naked. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Indi- indeed, indeed. That's why I'm I'm always checking out. Which underscore wolf? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's Thirst Trap cen- Center on that Instagram. That's no lie. No, you're doing a great job, Lee. Oh, and, thanks. Um, no, the Fly Honey show was amazing. I went with a few friends. Um, all the the choreography, the the acts changing up. Like I'm look, I'm all like it was the content was amazing, and I love that. Yeah. But like kind of being a beside uh, behind the scenes person too, I'm like wow. It's just, that's why I, I, it seems like a nightmare production to put together. To oh, me. yeah. It takes but, the whole year for yeah. sure. But no, check it out. We'll definitely let you guys know when the Fly Honey show uh, is swinging back around. Yeah, summertime. And you definitely should check it out. And you got to hop on it quick, too, because it sells out quick. It's a big thing now. Yeah, come fall in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to hit up Wednesday. And um, we're going to Heirloom Books. 6239 North Clark Street. They're having an unholy hootenanny of perverse noise. Hmm. That's what Air, that's how Heirloom describes it. And they're going to have uh, a couple musical performances. La Cosa, who I'm a big fan of, is going to be there. Dear Days will also be performing. And Lobster Friend, who they describe as a crusty, musty, salty, fusty, trio of no good nicks with a preference for fish sticks i like their name i would like to have a lobster friend lobster friend you can ben maroney just take the walk okay this wednesday may 1st may day 8 p.m 6239 north clark street Now, Lee, we are approaching the last of the fun for this week. But before we go, I wanted to ask you uh, one more thing. I think it's important because I I always meet a lot of uh, new folks in town. You know, there's always new people, new new talent coming in. And uh, is there anything I know you've been doing this for a while and and you've traveled as well. Is there any advice you may have? Uh, for folks looking to get into comedy, specifically uh, in Chicago? Um, yeah, I would say that if you're looking to get into comedy, start writing. Um, get a tight five of jokes before you hit an open mic. Tight five jokes? Tight five minutes of jokes. Oh, tight five minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought time all I needed <laughs> was five and I could BS If ev- you take up. a really long time <laughs> to tell them. Uh, 
yeah, five minutes of jokes, rehearse it a bunch, try to memorize it, then go to mics. Don't show up at a mic and just get up and talk. We hate that. Uh, go to shows, support, go to as many mics as you can, try to mingle with the community. And I think supporting the community is one of the best ways to get to break in. Definitely. Definitely. I, I'd agree. Take the walk. Lee said it. Take the walk. Go see the people. Go see your people. Say hi. But yeah, do the work too. So you got to stay in the house too a lot and, mm-hmm. and um, tighten up the craft. But we're not going to do that this Thursday. We're letting it all hang out this May 2nd. Uh, 6 p.m. It's only for an hour. Not too bad. 600 South Michigan Avenue. We're going to the Museum of Contemporary Photography. You know, the I MCP. didn't even know this existed. I know. That's what we're here for, man. This is called Chicago Stories, Unpacking Segregation in Chicago Then and Now. It's going to be a panel discussion exploring the segregated history of Chicago neighborhoods in conjunction with the current exhibition, Chicago Stories, recent works by Carlos Javier Ortiz and David Scaliol. The discussion will be moderated by Kristen Taylor, and uh, panelists are going to include Natalie Moore of WBZ. Love love Natalie's work. Uh, and she's got a book called The South Side, A Portrait of Chicago and American Segregation. Um, Carlos Javier Ortiz and uh, David is gonna, are also going to be on the panel. Artist Tonica Johnson, uh, The Folded Map Project is what she does. Um, she's going to be there. Lucy Baird, an act, act, archivist and historian at Baird and Warner, and a bunch of other fun folks. Deborah Payne, also a community activist from Inglewood. So I think you, re- you guys should really check this out. It's something, uh, especially s- those of us on the north side, I think we forget about um, a lot of the segregation that goes on throughout the city. Uh, so check it out, man, this Thursday. 600 South Michigan Avenue, 6 p.m., Museum of Contemporary Photography. Lee, thank you so much again for coming. I want to give you this opportunity Mm -hmm. to tell our five listeners (laughs) how they can stay in tune with you, if there's any future shows or mics or projects that you could share with them that they can find you at and and all that. Plug it. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Uh, My Instagram is a great way to find out about shows, my stories. I always put the posters up which underscore wolf two o's if you haven't heard before (laughs) uh i have a show every thursday at beauty bar that's tuxedo cat comedy every second saturday is strip joker and everything in between you could just find in my story so come and check it out awesome awesome and uh we're gonna encourage lee you know lee was talking earlier about listening to old comedy records i don't think a lot of folks do that anymore make the comedy records or am i snoozing lee Oh, okay. They're All not right. on vinyls anymore. Well, but of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. People are recording uh, in Chicago all the time. Adam Burke has a bunch of uh, stuff you can find on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, what's the guy, what's the the comic we had? Uh, Justin Golak. Justin Golak's got a few that he's put out on Bandcamp. Yeah, I think he's making a new one too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe McMahon just made one. Caitlin Chekarovsky made okay, one. Okay, so I got to get Lee to give us a list. Yeah. I, I, that's, Maybe I li- we'll that's share the Spotify playlist with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll get no, on it. I, that's, I like to consume it in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Lee. So great, so funny, so knowledgeable. Thank you. And, um, yeah, Chicago is um, – we're, we're so happy to have you, and I hope you stay forever. Wink, wink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Ben Maroney. Raheem Salam. Man, thanks for taking the walks. It's been a pleasure. Praise art. Praise art.
And you know, speaking of art, music, entertainment, culture, comedy, mm. Lee's Instagram, it really, really makes us, me and Ben Maroney, me and Rahim Salam, Euphoria Chicago, it makes us love you wherever you are. What? What about Chicago? Yeah.